Hey, it's your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. I'm so excited for this episode. In it, I fulfill my promise to get Nick a new pair of pants that truly reflect his personality and his personal brand. Listen in as Nick sees the new pants I chose for him for the very first time. His response was both surprising and delightful. I find that it's hard to buy clothing that suits someone else's taste, but a lot easier to buy clothing that suits their soul. That's what I did for my podcast partner and pal. So when you see Nick walking down the street with a little added lift in his step, look at his cool pants. Chances are, they came from me. Enjoy. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Oh. You know, I could probably give this a gift point? to you now. Oh, uh, just, a gift. I uh, remember we talked about me getting you pants. Oh boy. That that would be reflective of who and how you are in a different way, right? So wait, I'm gonna grab so, this bag. Okay, right yeah. Let's. Okay, so they're in a silver bag. Bob is Bob is getting it's a beautiful it. Beautiful silver bag. Handing it to me. Okay, so you're not gonna reveal I, the I pants. It. No, for I me. wrapped. Okay, I well then it. you got to do the play-by-play. Okay, so it's, so it's a beautiful, tall, um, almost looks like a tinfoil bag, but it's not. It's just a silver bag. It's like a holiday bag, and inside there's a a little pair of pants wrapped in pink uh, tissue paper, and oh, and he's smiling and nodding as he pulls them out. <laughs> they are bright purple pants oh, my with goodness. white unicorns. That have rainbow tails and rainbow manes. That is amazing. And I, I saw them and I thought to myself, Nick in my world is kind of a magical unicorn. He should, uh, and on the interweb. Now, they are, they are golf pants. They look like golf pants. But, yeah. but here's the thing. Golf pants are comfortable. Yeah, and be I pictured you just walking down the streets to the sound of Staying Alive, as sung by the Bee Gees. Um, oh, and they're long too. Yeah, I got I got them to fit. I was hoping that you know you would be able to just put them on, and then uh, I'd be able to take a picture for all our listeners so they can see you <laughs> in these beautiful pants. All right, we'll be back in a moment. So oh. here we are back, and uh, and Nick in looks pants. fantastic in, in his new pants. unicorn pants. Actually, I feel like he looks taller, thinner, and uh, and he looks, I don't know, more energetic. Yeah, no, that's true. They must be just... The right pants will do that. Yeah, because they, they hug the right parts and They're... they kind of give you a little lift. Well, the right outfit will do that too. Yeah. Like if you do like have... I, I remember very distinctly buying new clothes and and wearing them and just feeling like I was on top of the world. I They do do that for yeah. you. They used to say clothes make the man, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, that's kind of baloney. But I wore a, a formal Tai Chi uniform to class one day. I actually bought it to do a tournament. And I really have, I wear a, a different uniform, very casual. But this is very formal. And I did the best Tai Chi ever when I had that costume on. Because it's like the superheroes. That's yeah. why superheroes have costumes because they they do better things in those costumes. So now my One superhero. Of the reasons, yeah. Well, I think the main reason. I think you'll find wearing those pants, the main reason superheroes are superheroes, costumes. I think that they wear the costumes so they remember when they're supposed to be superheroes. Oh, because <laughs> it's like Peter Parker is walking down the street and he sees something going wrong and he's like. Oh, should I whip out some webbing? Oh no, no, no! I don't have my uniform on. <laughs> Just Peter Parker. Yeah, that's that's kind of a handicap then, really, oh, when yeah. you don't when you don't have your uniform on. But doesn't Peter Parker have his on his clothes all the time? Uh, under his like, clothes, uh, and then he just throws on the mask. So he's just warm all the time. I would think that too. And the same with Superman, right? Because he's not like 
taken off an outfit and put it on an outfit when he goes into the phone booth, yeah. right? He's just taking off an outfit. He's just taking off an outfit. Like, hey, how would that fit under his shirt? Okay. <laughs> I think this is a classic question that nobody's ever answered. Yeah. How does the cape fit under Superman's shirt? Because it doesn't. It doesn't. Which means that, and I'm sorry to tell you this, brace yourself. Superman is fiction. What? It's fiction. You know that my family hates Superman? They hate, they can't stand this character in general. This good, kind, helping humanity alien. They can't stand him because they think that all of his movies are boring. So I am not allowed when my family is in the house to watch Superman movies. And I almost feel like they're kind of swaying me a little bit. Like I've grown to like Superman less because of their abuse. I think, well, first of all, I uh, I kind of agree with them. Yeah. The challenge with the Superman movies, and I would say that the Christopher Reeves ones are a little bit different. Well, the first two. Yeah. Just because it, they were one of the first real modern superhero movies. It really was, it was the. That was before Batman with yeah. Michael Keaton. That well, was a, and the special effects, you you really, like I remember from the trailer, very distinctly, you'll believe that a man can, can fly. really fly. Yeah. Yep, I remember that. And it's like, yeah, so this was something but if you look at like who he fights and what he does and all that stuff it's dumb it's very camp. he's super very camp yeah well i mean no one can beat him yeah he's superman you you make an indestructible superhero and i get that you know oh kryptonite and stuff like that but for the most part the conflict has to be set so incredibly high that it's no yeah. fun yeah it's ridiculous well let me ask you this do you think that kryptonite was created because they realized that if they just had an indestructible person, it just wasn't that fun. Oh, had to. And I think that's why the cast of characters, especially in the 60s, was uh, the bad guys like Mr. Mitzelplick and stuff like that. They were so insane. Um, <laughs> I never that even heard of that. that Mr. Mitzelplick? No, who's Mr. Mitzelplick? So he is an all power. He's like Q from Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. Alternate thing I don't know. <laughs> dimension. <laughs> We're going to get deeper Alternate and deeper. dimension, all-powerful being that can make anything appear. and Like Dr. Manhattan. Uh, yes, okay. uh, very much oh. like. Right. And uh, But the fun thing about Mr. Mitzelplick was the only way you could get him to go away was by making him say his, tricking him into saying his name backwards. And and what does that mean backwards? Because no, Mitzelplick is so... Pitzelplim or something like that. Oh, I no, thought no, maybe no, it's, it's not a word. Normal. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Well, this is because that name is such a weird name. Yeah. Like somebody came up with that and somebody else had to say, yeah, let's call him that. Yeah. When it was in a comic book. So no one was even saying it at first. Right. Like we didn't, I didn't learn that name until it was on uh, Super Friends, I think. And then you heard there. him say it out loud. Yeah. But you had read it. It's like uh, um, Hermione Granger yeah. from Harry Potter. Uh, for the first two Harry Potter books, I called her Hermione. 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 Because that's how that's pronounced. Yeah. Because I'm good at pronunciation. <laughs> and and then when we found out that it was Hermione, uh, my, uh, my firstborn, Devin, was like, I knew that the whole time. I knew you were pronouncing it wrong, which to their credit, they probably did because they, they were a real nerd with their friends about this stuff. But still let me say it wrong when I was reading to them in bed. Oh, you know, so that's nice. That it. Hey, it was a good time. Did you read, you read to your kids in bed, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Sometime? Yeah. Do you still? Uh, yeah, it's mostly from like outside the room at the door and it's really scary stories or like tweets that really disturb me and I want to talk to them about it. <laughs> That's, you used to be on the same side. Now yeah. it's just antagonism. <laughs>
I'm sorry. Guess what this person said about the election. Oh, no. Oh. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. There's a lot to sum up from this episode. First of all, find yourself a podcast partner and dear friend that will buy you pants to match your personality. Hands down, one of the best things I've ever done in my life is invite Bob to do Daily Dose with me, and not just because of the pants. Secondly, Mr. Mitzelplick debuted in the 1940s in Superman comics, which means that they knew they had an indestructible dude that needed some crazy antagonists even back then. Sorry, Man of Steel, sometimes the villains are more interesting than you. Have a great day.